It's the week of July 13th, 2020, and I want to welcome everyone to Lumber Connection, a weekly podcast series hosted by the Structural Building Components Association, focused on the latest trends in the North American lumber market. My name is TJ Yerke, and I'll be your host for this podcast. Before I introduce today's guest, I want to read a quick note regarding the Lumber Connection. The mission statement of SBCA includes providing SBCA members with knowledge to enable them to operate successful companies offering competitive advantages where applicable. SBCA believes supply chain information is exactly the type of information that SBCA should therefore be providing its membership. The information and discussion in this podcast is not intended to reduce competition among existing firms or to prevent new firms from entering the supply of materials to the component manufacturing industry. Information presented here is furthermore for discussion and illustrative purposes only and is neither a recommendation nor an offer to buy and sell any commodities. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast by speakers are their own as of the time of the recording and do not reflect the views, opinions, policies, recommendations, or positions of SBCA. Any such views are subject to change at any time based upon market or other conditions, and SBCA disclaims any responsibility to update such views. These views should not be relied on to make purchasing decisions. Neither SBCA nor the speakers are to be held responsible for any direct or incidental loss incurred by applying any of the information included in this podcast. Today, we are joined by two traders with American International Forest Products, Justin Binning. Justin has been with AIFP since 2010 with a focus on Southern Yellow Pine. Welcome, Justin. Thank you. We also have Ken Timmons. Ken has been with AIFP since 2017, specializing on fur species. Thanks for being here, Ken. Thanks for having us. Both specialize in high-grade lumber for the component manufacturing industry. And so, Ken, jumping right in, we're going to start with you. Looking over the last week, uh, can you give us a snapshot of what's happened in the lumber market and how it may look to the component manufacturing industry? Well, over the last week... It's been a pretty clear direction. If it was a snapshot, it's guys looking for lumber, scratching their heads, wondering where it is. There's quite a few no quotes going around from both mill and wholesale levels of the supply chain. And, um, you know, the market continues to gain strength. Some buyers are holding it off and waiting for an opportunity to purchase. And slowly but surely, most are starting to decide that they can't hold off any longer and forced to buy what's available on the market. Great. Thank you, Justin. Same question to you. What's been going on in the past week with lumber from your eyes? Yeah. And I, I think, you know, um, Ken and I are going to run parallel in this. It's, it's not often, but well, I should say, I mean, it does happen um, relatively often, but not all the time that you'll have different species run in parallel to each other in market runs um, without a doubt um, this is one of those times whether it's yellow pine lumber spruce lumber um, dug fir lumber hem fir white fir i can keep going we can even switch over into panels and osb um, red hot and rolling it is a mill ran market uh, meaning it's easy for them to sell they've got people lining up at their at their sawmill looking for lumber um, on the other side of it, extremely difficult to buy lumber. Um, price is secondary. Tally and shipment are the priority. So, um, and we can see what, what it's happened in pricing over the last week um, in Yellow Pine and continues uh, to be that way. 
um, prices increasing, um, very, very limited availability and tough to buy. Um, so that's been this week uh, and you can go back the last 15 weeks, uh, rinse, wash, repeat. It's been kind of the same story. So easy to sell if you're a sawmill, um, difficult to buy if you're anybody else and you're, and you're not best friends with the sawmill. So great. Thank you. Uh, so Justin, staying on you then, uh, what might we see uh, looking ahead, especially this week, uh, based on what you just said in the past couple of weeks and, and what you're seeing here today? You bet. Yeah. So um, more of the same is what I would say. Um, you know, I've been on the phone all day since 5 a.m. talking to sawmills, talking to customers, um, and it's the same sentiment. Um, very difficult to purchase and guys are frustrated with lack of availability. Um, business is good out there in the field whether that's the Southeast, Southwest, Mid-Atlantic, North, or excuse me, Midwest, um, guys are busy, um, business is there. And um, again, you know, I don't wanna go back here, I'm kind of going back again, but inventory levels have been low and weren't built up during the first quarter. Um, nobody really saw this run coming. And if they did see it, they're lying. Um, no one saw this coming. So. Um, what I'm seeing this week is going to be more of the same. It's going to be very difficult to source lumber. Um, I would say if you find something close to what you want, buy it. Um, if you wait another week, it's going to probably cost you more money. And this is turning into a, a just a flat out lack of availability in production. Started with Western Spruce, um, cutting back their production. They've shifted to move to um, invest in the South and in Yellow Pine. Um, so they saw this coming uh, and it's, it's coming, you know, the, the, the story, the, the story is coming true now. And so um, the South's added production of, you know, multiple millions of feet over the last couple of years still cannot keep up with current demand uh, with the lack of spruce that has left the marketplace. So, Again, I'm getting ahead of myself, but this week, again, I expect to see prices uh, stable on higher grades, talking uh, select struck, number one, DSS, um, your prime grades, your MSR, um, difficult to find. And if you can find it, I'd recommend you purchase it. Great. And Ken, uh, over to you. What might component manufacturers see this coming week? Similar story to what Justin's describing in Southern Yellow Pine. The supply chain, the lumber pipeline is just so thin. There's not a whole bunch of inventory at the mill level. Secondaries aren't holding much and every customer needs it yesterday. It really stems from in the early months of the COVID-19 market, March, April, and May, component manufacturers were very actively selling without replenishing their inventories and the system is just spread too thin. So. I would expect most component manufacturer lumber buyers are going to run into exactly that. Pricing is going to be very high to be expected. Ship times and order files are going to be pushed out. Anything closer than two-week shipment is a great value. And securing tallies could be difficult based on what you're bringing in. I'd say of the most popular grades for component manufacturers, of course, one and better, select truck and MSR. In price, one and better is the strongest. It's run... A um, couple hundred bucks over the last eight weeks um, from the sawmill level. And I expect it will continue in that trend through August. Um, in August, we'll see the market continue to accelerate, but not at the same pace. And it will likely level off toward the end of September. 
that being because of market conditions like weather in Doug for consuming regions, the Northeast, the Midwest, some of the mountain states, their demand will cool off and that'll take some of the pressure off the system. But over the next week, it's going to be slim pickings on high-grade Doug fir for component manufacturers. All right. And so, Ken, when looking at the supply and demand of lumber right now, uh, you know, what are you seeing in the markets? Uh, but more in particular, what may be causing uh, those issues? Or Well, in Western species, it, the issue really began with no winter correction this year. The market was strong through December and January. We turned the corner to the new year and we were already running pretty hard. Then inventories were not replenished while people continue to sell. Um, there's a sense of panic and scarcity in the market. Guys are grabbing. The market continues to run. Prices are going. Um, you know, and there, there was just such a limited amount of production in April, May, when, you know, the future was less certain that there's just not enough wood to go around. So, and there's a couple factors that could make that scenario more extreme being if we run into transportation issues, trucking or rail cars out of Western Canada, as we saw in the 2018 market, or if there's a forest fire anywhere in Western Canada, the Northwest, uh, Northern California, it's going to skyrocket the price of Doug first. So, if you're driving to work and hear on the news that there's a, a, a forest fire going, go grab as much lumber as you can. So, Justin, your thoughts on supply and demand of the lumber market? Yeah, and I've touched on it a little bit, but I mean, we just had really a, a, a series of events that created, you know, again, going back, you know, 16 weeks or 15 weeks, um, you know, back into mid-April when the pine market really took off. Um, was at the same time um, we took out 30% of the production out of the market of yellow pine. So between curtailments, um, you know, uh, you had a few, you know, COVID episodes where mill took some shutdowns, some time um, there. But um, again, you know, it's, it's, it, for me, it goes back to the Western Canadian production and the lack of fiber that's been available. And again, I'll, I'll say it. That is why the Canadians did what they did with their investment in the South. They saw it coming. Um, this isn't production that was shut down in, in Western Canada that is coming back. It's it's gone forever. And we'd tell people about it. You know, the, the mills would report on it a little bit. They'd talk about it. But no one really, I guess, quite understood until they could really see it. Well, now you're seeing it. Um, and that, you know, that lack of production um, out of Canada is a direct correlation to uh, some of the market, the market stable, the market run that we've seen. The other thing is the Canadian on that that side has been extremely busy. So the Canadians, they're how they're they're on par with us, if not maybe better as far as new home construction, multifamily. They are busy, um, and the Canadians would like to keep as much wood on that side if they can. They're getting a better return for their dollar and avoiding a duty. Um, so it makes more sense for them to keep the lumber on that side. So with that said, again, their investment, which roughly is about 3.2 billion feet added into the South, is kind of too little too late in this market. Um, and again, when we took out 30% of the production, now most of that's back up, but that's the little too little too late part. Um, this market has been fueled by big box business, um, and that's not changing. 
that's not going anywhere. Um, you know, as we look at this COVID, and you can turn on the news and see the cases are rising here, there, and all over the United States or record levels each day. People aren't running back, going to be sitting in the office anytime soon. So where are they going to be sitting? At home. What are they going to be doing? More than likely working on their house. So I expect to see um, that piece of business, which was really the driver of the pricing um, through this market run, continue. Um, so that, you know, again, therein lies kind of our, our, our supply and demand. It's, it's Econ 101. The demand is out driving supply currently. Um, it can't last forever. We all know that. Um, but I do feel very strongly that, um, you know, the month of July is, is done. The month of August, predominantly it's done. I think the first time we potentially see some reprieve in pricing could very well be September. Um, another thing to note, and I'll be quiet, um, trucking. Trucking starting to starting to rear its ugly head from um, a logistical side and the ability to get trucks. So if you're buying prompt wood or it's quote unquote prompt, don't expect it to get it in 72 hours. So we're, we're starting to see a truck shortage. One of our large carriers uh, that we use, who's got another 10 companies under their umbrella for trucks, you know, uh, they furloughed a bunch of trucks and, and let go of a bunch of drivers back in March. <clears throat> they were laid off. Um, getting them back to work has been challenging. Um, a lot of them would rather sit and, you know, collect unemployment rather than get back to trucking. But what's really happened, they've created this backlog of really 60 to 90 days uh, for jobs that were held back, um, normal business that was that these companies would usually have. Everything was pushed back 60 to 90 days. And so now you're seeing that and you're starting to see this truck shortage start to rear its ugly head slowly but surely, um, really in the south. Uh, we're seeing it along the, the western corridor too, down the I-5 corridor. Um, so it's something to keep an eye on, but just keep that in mind as you're placing shipments or thinking about purchasing lumber, um, that, that trucking and transportation issues are starting to be, um, starting to pop up on the radar. All right. Well, with just a minute left here, uh, looking at the latest trends in the North American lumber market, Ken, do you have any final thoughts for this week? I think, you know, Everyone's picking up on what we're saying here. The market's tight. It does not look like it's going to get any more available here in, in the coming months. So plan ahead and uh, prepare for a great building season. Justin, any final thoughts again? Yeah. No, I think Ken said it pretty well. I mean, just stay in front of this thing. Um, if, you're, if you're hoping the market's going to come back to you here quickly, um, I, would, I would say that you might want to rethink that strategy. Uh, make sure you've got some lumber coming in. Um, and that would be, you know, my advice. So it's been a, it's a wild ride out there. So. Well, that wraps up lumber connection for this week, Justin and Ken, thank you for your insights today. Thanks for having us on. Appreciate you. To our listeners, if you have questions for our experts, please email them to lumber at sbcindustry.com. Again, that's lumber at sbcindustry.com. And we'll try to answer them on next week's edition of Lumber Connection.